everyone. Welcome back to My Solo Road. My name is Sydney. I live in a van and this is still my podcast. I promise. Um, I did take a couple weeks off. I could come up with a million excuses, honestly, but life was just getting a little chaotic. I didn't have a good enough routine. Um, you know, the podcast was kind of just coming out whenever it came out each week and I kind of needed... Um, an actual day and time. Therefore, I could plan exactly when I needed to do it, when it needed to be edited by, and all of that. So, from now on, the podcast will be out Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, I believe that's 11 o'clock in Indiana, where I'm from. Um, but you'll kind of have to obviously figure it out for wherever you are. But yes, yeah, so 8 a.m. Pacific time every Wednesday. Uh, and I will not be taking any more breaks. I kind of figured everything out. Things have calmed down in my personal life. And yeah, I'm just kind of ready to sit down every week and talk to you because this is like the one time I get to just sit in my van and really, I don't know, share part of me with you. Like I've talked about a little bit here and there on Instagram, I get to kind of tell you little captions and snippets of who I am and what I do and how I feel and, you know, stuff like that. But you can't really go very in-depth on Instagram. So this is really my only way of showing you more of who I am and kind of getting to talk to you and tell you everything. But I actually went to one of Lee's events recently, and I can't for the life of me remember which one this was. Hopefully, the lovely lady that I will be talking about will listen and she will know exactly who she is. But she came up to me and she was like, oh my God, I love your podcast. I need you to do one about hygiene. You know, the bathroom, the shower, laundry, just like situations like that. And I thought it was a great idea. So I do have some other things I'll talk about in the oncoming weeks, but I get asked about my shower and toilet situation so often that I thought it was a great question and it's probably something that I should just address now so that everybody kind of knows. And also a side note on that, I just recently started having people approach me because of the podcast. Like I've had, you know, every once in a while someone from Instagram or something like that, but it was very recent that more people are starting to approach me and be like, oh my God, do you have a podcast? And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. There's people listening on the other end of this. Uh, that's really, really cool. So I love meeting you in person and thank you. I always say thank you, but thank you very much for listening. Um, I don't know. I just, I appreciate it so much. You don't really ever think that your opinion is you know, overly important or interesting. And so when you get to share it and people are actually interested, yeah, it just kind of makes you feel good. So thank you for being here with me and thank you for recommending this uh, topic to the lady who came up to me and asked me about it. So yeah, today we're just going to tackle all things hygiene on the road. I am going to save period conversation for the very end, you know, although I very much believe in normalizing everything and, um, you know, it should be a conversation that's very easy and everyone should be able to listen to it. Some people don't want to. And so if you want to hear that part of things and what I do in terms of my time of the month, I will save that to the very end. So also if you don't want to listen to that and that's not your thing, then you can check out right before I go into that detail or just skip it. But I'm going to intentionally leave that to the end uh, just for that reason. So lastly, I always like to tell you guys where I am when I'm recording. I am sitting in Provo. It's either Provo or Provo. I don't know. It's just south of Salt Lake City. I love coming here every time. I have to go through Salt Lake all the time, and I don't love say, staying in the actual city itself, so I always come a little bit south of here, and there's a little town called Draper, 
and Draper has the best dog park. I, I absolutely love it. Um, there's like a little water area for Ella to play in and stuff like that. So I come in this area every time I'm in Salt Lake and kind of get away from the city before I have to go further west. And I'm heading back to California right now. I just got back from Indiana. I kind of rushed home, got to spend like a week with my family, got to squeeze my nephew, and he's two years old, so he has like a completely different vocabulary every single time I come home. But I got to hang out with him a lot, and Lee got to meet my family, which was very interesting. And then my nephew learned his name, and so every time, you know, my sister would be like, hey, like Mason, Lee's coming over. Mason would be like, dogs, dogs, Lee, dogs, (laughs) Uh, because obviously there's a pretty heavy association there. But yeah, anyways, so I rushed back out west in Salt Lake now, and I'll be in California probably in the next two or three days. And yeah, I'm really excited to be kind of back out west and hopefully escape some of this insane winter weather that is approaching quickly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go grab my drink. I have a Pinot Noir from A Thousand Stories is the brand. Actually, if you've heard of Project Van Life, they sent me a couple bottles of wine to photograph. And so I'm just sitting here drinking the wine and I haven't photographed it yet. So do not tell them, but I will do that. Anyways, I'm going to pour a glass of that. You have a glass of whatever you would like. And I will see you back in just a minute to talk hygiene. All right, all right. So we are going to start with the shower situation. And the way I want to do this is um, I'm gonna start from the cheapest option and then I'm gonna work my way to the most expensive option for all of these things, for the shower, the toilet and stuff like that. And then when I get to the thing that I have specifically, I will just kind of share a little bit more about that and why I chose that particular option. So starting with the shower, a lot of people, ask about how we bathe on the road um, makes sense. So the cheapest option is to have a portable solar shower. You can look that up on Amazon. There are lots of portable solar showers. What it is, is essentially a two and a half to a five gallon bag. There's different sizes. I have a five gallon solar shower bag. Mine is kind of more of like an alternative. I only use it if the next option I go to, if the next one I'm going to talk about um, isn't available. But it's a really nice option to have if, you know, if you don't have another way to shower. But I know a lot of people who only shower from their solar shower. The problem is you have to do it outside. And so if you're traveling through like freezing cold weather, you're probably not going to want to like put a swimsuit on or get naked and shower outside because you'd be freezing. But usually, because it's called a solar shower, so you lay one side with this like thick material and you lay that out in the sun all day. And when it's sunny, it will heat the water inside that material and then you can hang it up. I don't know, however you do. I have like an eye hook in the back of my van, so I can just kind of clip it onto that. But you just hang it and then pop the little like shower hose that's on there and then you have like your two and a half to five gallons to shower with. And these bags are usually only like 20 bucks. And good thing about that is like if something happens, it's really easy to replace. So I do recommend uh, no matter what 
kind of shower you have, I do recommend having one of these in the van. They take up very little space and it's just kind of always a good backup option to have. The next thing is a Planet Fitness membership. So that's what I was talking about. If, if a Planet Fitness isn't around me, then I will kind of, you know, fall back to the solar shower. But honestly, it is hard to go to a Planet Fitness and there not be like three to five vans in the parking lot at all times because it's so popular in the van life community. You can have any kind of gym membership. It's just that Planet Fitness is so common because it's so cheap. It's $20 per month and that gets me in any location in the entire world and I can have a guest come with me every single time. So if you are traveling with a partner, you only need one membership for 20 bucks a month and you and your partner can shower indefinitely at any Planet Fitness that you come across. It is really difficult to find a place that doesn't have a Planet Fitness anywhere near you. And sometimes I kind of even plan my travels according to where the nearest one is. You know, if I know I'm going to need a shower at the end of the week, I will kind of plan on going into a city nearby that that has a location. You know, that also keeps you kind of in schedule with exercising. You're already going to be in the gym, so it's nice to just kind of get a quick workout in and then get your shower in as well. I typically get to shower at least like three times a week, and in the year and a half that I've been in the van, I've probably used my solar shower maybe 10 times. There's a section of like southern Utah and uh, northern Arizona that just has no Planet Fitnesses. So anytime I'm in that area, I do typically use the, the solar shower. But honestly, that's pretty much the only area that I go in that Planet Fitness is not an option. So I do recommend that. Like I said, you can get a different gym membership, but that is the cheapest one, especially if you have a partner with the most locations. And they're just consistent. They're very clean. The showers are always nice. They're hot. And I know a lot of other gyms are not that way. So I do recommend that. And then your next option is an electric shower. So this is very similar to the solar shower. They're also pretty inexpensive. I want to say like $30 to $40 on Amazon. But basically, you get a bucket. And the reason I don't like this as much is because of this setup that you kind of have to do. You get a like collapsible bucket, and then you can fill that up with as much water as you need. You put one end into the water, and then the other end you plug into your 12-volt like cigarette lighter thing up front. So you just plug that in and then you can even sticker it to a window like on the outside of your passenger side window and have the bucket sitting at your feet and then turn it on. And because it's plugged into that 12 volt, it will just like come out as like a typical shower. So with the portable shower, you're basically holding it over your head the entire time. With the electric shower, you don't have to do that. But, you know, filling up the bucket it's just kind of a process that is not as easy as it may sound. You know, you're going to have to have five gallons just somewhere in your van in order to fill up that bucket unless you're doing it like in the Walmart parking lot. And so that's just not my favorite method. And then lastly for showers, you can build a shower in your van. This is very common, but it's not a specific preference to me. If I were to get you know, a, a bigger van, a better van in the future, I may consider doing this just for pure convenience. However, if this is your first van or, you know, you're on a budget or anything like that, you do not need a shower in your van. I know that you're used to having a shower, so you think you, you think it's like absolutely necessary, but it really, really isn't. And it takes up a lot of space in your van that could go to something else. 
Not to mention, you're then going to need a water heater. You're going to need an entire plumbing system. And um, if you're not doing the build yourself, then, you know, that's a world of problems that you may not know how to fix if something happens. So you're kind of just opening up yourself to more uh, like mechanics that can go wrong. And I'm not really a big proponent of that because... I don't need, I just don't need more problems, you know? You could already have, like, mechanical issues with the van itself. There's a million things in the build that could technically go wrong, so I just don't need a huge, you know, source of water. I don't need, like, 25 gallons with a water heater and an entire plumbing system. It's just not really that necessary for me, not to mention I've never had the extended version of a van, so I don't really have the real estate in the van to even have an entire bathroom and shower. So yeah, anyways, I am a big fan of just going to the gym. Like I said, it gets me into working out more often. I don't know if you guys can tell, and I feel like I need to, to share this, but I'm pretty sick right now, and I'm really just trying to, like, bulldoze through this, but if I get really congested or my voice gets super raspy, I keep having to stop the recording so that I can, like, cough and die for a second, and then I just come back on. So I'm sorry if I sound a little off. I promise I will not be sick by next week. Anyways, like I was saying, uh, luxury kind of, you know, I, it's luxury. I say that with quotes. You're still living in a van, but it is definitely the more expensive option in terms of labor and parts and things like that. Um, and if, you know, you're debating on whether you definitely need it or not, it is my opinion that you do not. Other people would disagree, and that's perfectly fine. But my opinion is that the gym works. And honestly, most people I know that have a built-in shower, even they still have a gym membership and they end up showering at the gym because they don't want to like waste their water and they don't want to have to, you know, use the power for the water heater or whatever. So it just doesn't really seem that necessary for me. Moving along. Oh, also I wanted to mention, I have washed my hair in my sink, which might be disgusting, but I'm just trying to throw out all alternatives um, and everything I've done. But I have washed my hair in my sink probably probably four or five times in like a dire situation where I have like a video interview or someone wants to do a van tour or something and like, I don't know, it's the day of and I don't have time to go take a shower or something. So you can always wash your hair in your sink if, uh, if you have to. <laughs> but moving along to the toilette. So this is also a very common question. This is, could be really gross to some of you. Sorry if you're, I don't know, this is squeamish or whatever. So the cheapest option for a toilet is something called a shiwi or any type of like funnel. You can also look up, I think it's called like an emergency unisex a toilet or bathroom. It's on my website. I have several blog posts about this subject. If you go to any of those, you will see what I'm talking about. It's basically a funnel connected to a container. A lot of people have a funnel that's connected to a hose of some kind that just goes right outside, like underneath the van. So you basically go in the funnel and it just goes directly outside of the van. All of those are very inexpensive options. They obviously only pertain to going number one, but if that's all you want to do in your van, then that's a great option. It's very cheap and it doesn't take up any space. So you don't have to like figure out a whole storage situation for something like that. The next option is what I have, and that is a portable toilet. Mine is from Walmart. It's the brand Thetford. So Dometic makes the exact same one. And if you want a Dometic one, go for it. It's twice as expensive. I've never had it, so maybe it's like a little bit nicer or better. But in all honesty, it looks the exact same. So I think the Dometic one is like 150, and mine was 70 bucks at Walmart. I've gotten two. I replaced my first one. So 
You can go to almost any Walmart and it's in the camping section. Don't go to like the bathroom section or anything like that. They always have a an entire aisle dedicated to RV accessories and camping and just a lot of stuff like that. So it will be in one of those aisles and it's just called like a Thetford portable toilet. And like I said, it's, it's 70 bucks. And the way that it works is... It looks like just, I mean, exactly how it sounds. It's like a little toilet. It's big enough for anyone. You know, you can just, you sit on it like normal. And you basically, there's two halves. You can't really tell just by looking at it, but the top half of the toilet is where you just go. It's like the, the, what is it called? Oh, the toilet, like the toilet bowl. And then you pull this lever. And when you do that, it opens the bottom of the bowl. And then all of the liquid will go down into the bottom half. So the bottom half is just basically like a tank. So you can put these little packets almost. They have them in the exact same aisle at Walmart. They have these little like packets of chemicals that you can put in there that kind of take any of the smell away. And some people prefer having those. Some people don't use them. What I have found is that if you keep that lever closed, which it doesn't make any sense why you would leave it open when you're driving, but if you close that lever, no smell will ever come. Like you can't smell anything. So you don't really need them. And if you're only keeping urine in it, you can dump the toilet pretty much anywhere and, you know, you're fine because you're not putting anything that would, like, harm the environment out there. But if you're using those chemicals to mask the smell, then you're going to need to dump it, like, appropriately somewhere at a dump station. So those are kind of, you know, a couple options. I love the portable toilet. I'll probably continue having that in my future vans if I ever have any. But yeah, it's, it's very cheap. It's inexpensive. And... It feels like you're on an actual toilet versus the shiwi where you're like half squatting with your knees wide <laughs> um, into a funnel. So this just kind of allows you to feel like you have an actual toilet. You can even fill the top half. There's like a little thing in the back with water so you can like flush it down, which is highly unnecessary and I never do, but at least it's an option, right? So for number two in the portable toilet, I'm going to try and be as non-graphic as possible. If this is like emergency situation, I have to go. I can't get to a gas station, which is what I do 99% of the time. I'm either a gas station, a truck stop, a Walmart, if I've slept there, the gym. You know, it might sound inconvenient, but honestly, after two years of being on the road, it's not that bad. Almost every morning, I'm very easily accessible to somewhere. If you're out on BLM, most places you can bury it like six inches to a foot. I think that's what it is. So you can do that. Don't ever go outside and not bury it, please. As someone who has dogs, they will find it and that is disgusting. So please bury it if you are going outside or a lot of campsites even have like vault toilets or something like that. So, but anyways, with my portable toilet, what I do in emergency situations, this is super gross. Um, honestly, I don't talk about this very often, but it's the podcast. So <laughs> you get that information here. I get like a Walmart bag, like a grocery bag, and I will open up the portable toilet. So you're just basically looking at like the toilet bowl. I don't know if it's super obvious, like the picture I've painted for this toilet or not, but I'm trying. And so you'll put like the Walmart bag in the bowl, right? You like lift the lid up and then put the bag in, put the lid back down. So it just feels like you're going in an actual toilet, but there's actually like a bag below you and you just go in the bag, <laughs> like exactly how it sounds, which is gross. But then honestly, and I promise on everything, if you lift that lid back up, 
tie the bag and close like the entire toilet until you get somewhere where you can throw it away, it will not smell. Like your van will not smell. You will be fine. Especially when you live in a van by yourself, you're kind of like, you get to this point where it's like, why shouldn't I be gross? You know, <laughs> like no one can see the things that I'm doing. So you might as well just go do it. If it's an emergency, you got to do what you got to do. And yeah, you just close that, close the whole thing up until you get somewhere and uh, toss that sucker as soon as you get <laughs> somewhere that you can throw it away. But it takes a little getting used to to do that. I'm not going to lie, but she's a couple years in. So it's uh it's not that big of a deal anymore. I've honestly talked to several of my friends who live in vans and that have portable toilets into doing the exact same thing because sometimes it, it really is an emergency and you, you just don't have, you don't have a second choice. The next option after a portable toilet is a DIY compost toilet. So you can look up several different blog posts, several different YouTube videos. There's lots of blog posts on how to create your own like DIY composting toilet. It's very easy. It's very inexpensive. And it really is like good for the environment and stuff just to have kind of a compost. And so that's definitely an option. I, I don't know how exactly to make one. And so I'm not going to give too much information, but if that interests you in any way, I do recommend looking it up. The biggest thing with that one is that I can tuck my portable toilet away. And if you're going to have a DIY composting toilet, for some reason, I think you kind of have to have more of like either a built-in bathroom or, you know, you really have to have like a dedicated space to that toilet. Um, at least from the compost toilets that I've seen, you kind of just have to work it into your build a little bit more than I have to do with my portable toilet because it's, you know, small and, and it's portable. So I can kind of put it wherever I want. And then last but not least is the Nature's Head Compost Toilet. This is the only compost toilet that I have personally seen that is like made by a company and it works really well. It's very expensive. I want to say it's nearly a thousand dollars. You can get it on Amazon. There are differing opinions on it, but everything that I have heard from my friends who have one absolutely love them. So if you are, or if you have a, you know, a bigger budget or you're really prioritizing having like a very comfortable toilet situation where you never have to worry, then I do recommend getting the nature's head. All of my friends who have them absolutely love them. So I will probably have I'll probably have that. I mean, I don't know. I always talk about another van. I don't even know if I'm going to have another van. I don't know why I talk about these things, but it, it does look very convenient. The only thing is that it, there's like a funnel that goes outside of your van and that funnel basically funnels all of the smell out. So I've heard of a couple people having to like work on their vans and they'll put their head because of what they have to work on like near that funnel and that it's like a deathly smell <laughs> because you have, you know, a couple months worth of everything just, you know, baking in there and it's all coming out of that funnel. So that's the only thing with that one. But like I said, it's, I mean, it's really convenient, especially if you have a partner in the van and you don't want to constantly have to like, you know, talk about like where you're going to go and I have to go to the bathroom. Where are we going to, you know, where are we going to go? What do we have to do? This might just be kind of your best option. This is another thing that you have to build into your van. That's kind of why it's a bigger deal. And like I said, it's way more expensive, but definitely worth it depending on um, your priorities and, and your budget and what you, I don't know, what whatever you want to do. 
And then last but not least, I also, I kind of did want to make this podcast a little bit shorter, the last few ones, because they were not interviews, but conversations with uh, Lee and Katie and stuff. They just ran really long. So this is going to be kind of a shorter episode. But uh, one of the last things I wanted to talk about is laundry. I get this question so often, and it's one of those things that I didn't realize was a question until I was living in a van. Because, you know, I had plenty of questions myself before I did this, but for some reason, laundry just never really crossed my mind. Like, I was like, eh, I'll just figure it out, you know? But I go to laundromats. It's a very quick answer. I don't have anything else to say about it. I go to a laundromat probably two or maybe three times a month. I don't have a ton of clothes. So I have some friends who go, you know, like three months without doing their laundry in their van, but I really don't have enough clothes to last me three months. So I go, I I do my laundry two or three times a month. You can usually you know, get away with spending, I don't know, 10 or $15 per time. Depending on where you are, dryers are very cheap. Washers can be pretty expensive. I don't know. This, you know, these are like, we're talking quarters and dimes here. But uh, yeah, you know, maybe if you're on like a very budgeted routine, build that in because you'll probably spend about 15 bucks per time, plus like your laundry detergent and all of that. Definitely get a laundry bag. I don't know if that's obvious or not, but you're going to need a laundry bag to carry everything in or out. I highly recommend not having a laundry basket because who has the space for that in a van? Not me. So get a little bag that you can kind of fill up with your dirty laundry and then take it in and then you can bring your clean laundry out. I will say the best part about doing laundry in a van is that you can just carry all your laundry right to your van and fold it right here and put it like perfectly away. So within 10 minutes of finishing your laundry, you, you've you already put everything away. Everything's folded. You can kind of just do it in your, like I make that part of in a like errand day where I'll go get groceries, I will find somewhere to dump my toilet, and I will, you know, shower and I will do my laundry. And so it's kind of nice to, you know, on a laundry day to like have all the doors open. You can wash your bench cushions and your bedding and all of that. Honestly, laundry day, one of my favorite days. It always just feels really nice to go to bed that night with all kinds of clean stuff. And last but not least, everyone's favorite topic your period. How do you have your period in a van? It's got to be so different, right? Like it's a completely different world of periods. No, not at all. It's the exact same experience. (laughs) Hate to break it to you, but it is absolutely identical to what you've been doing. If you're going to be traveling alone, you've got nothing to worry about. You are going to be in your van completely alone. You can do whatever you need to do to be comfortable. If you are just wondering what I use or what I do, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you have probably heard me talk about Thinks Underwear. This is not sponsored by any means. I genuinely love this brand. It's basically period underwear. So, It's really nice for me not to have to constantly go buy tampons or pads or anything like that. And so I wear these period underwear almost every day that I'm on my period. They are kind of pricey. And if I'm being 100% transparent with you, because I talk about them, they do send me underwear. But it's definitely worth getting a couple a couple pairs. If you are interested, I don't get paid from this, so I don't want you to think I'm like trying to manipulate the situation, but you can use the code SYDNEY10 to get $10 off for yourself. Like I said, they are kind of expensive. I think they're like 30 to 40 bucks, depending on what style and stuff that you want, but 
they're really nice. Yeah, like like I said, you just they're reusable, so they're just they're good for the environment and they're good for you. And then in combination with that, I have the Diva Cup, which I only use on my heaviest of days and only if I get like a little nervous about the things underwear, you know, it's going to be a long day. I'm like mid-period and I just want to make sure everything is good, you know, then I will kind of pair the two other things and then the Diva Cup as well. So I have completely weaned off of tampons and pads, which is very bizarre at first, honestly, after like a lifetime of using the same products, it's pretty weird to kind of change that entire situation, especially with such a like personal part of your body. But yeah, honestly, van life for your period, it is the exact same thing. I typically deal with my Diva Cup situation in my van or like, you know, I don't like dumping that in public, but if you want to, you can go into the gas station, dump it in the toilet, and then you can like wash it in your van or whatever. I, you know, there's a lot of women who will wash them in the sink in the public bathroom, which to each their own. I'm not here to judge, but I am not comfortable doing that, especially if there's other women in the bathroom. That's just my preference. But yeah, that's, it, it really is the same. I wish I could Wish I could tell you that it was, you know, magically gone and I don't even have to deal with it when I moved into a van, but that is not the case. So I think that's pretty much everything that I wanted to go over today. I don't know if this was interesting for everyone. I always worry with the podcast if an episode was not interesting enough. But like I said, I, I, you know, not just myself, but anybody living in a van does get frequently asked how we shower, how we go to the bathroom, how we do our laundry. And, um, you know, if you're a period having human being, then you're probably asked about that as well. So I just wanted to go over all of these things so that it was out in the universe. And if you are curious about them, then you kind of have have your answer now. And yeah, I hope that kind of touched on everything that you were curious about. I tried to go over options even though I don't have all of them. So if you want to, you know, find someone with a nature's head toilet or find someone who has a built-in shower, then definitely reach out to them for their opinion because like I said, I don't have those things. But, you know, I did my best to kind of share my perspective on all of it and I hope that you like this episode. If I'm being perfectly honest, I have felt like a little disconnected from my friends and my audience on Instagram lately. I don't know if it's because of what I'm posting or because I haven't been posting very often or what it is, but I have felt a lack of communication on my end and I don't like that. I don't like that feeling because I really value you being in my life. I know that sounds really cheesy, but when you travel by yourself, you really value the connections that you make and the people in your life and I don't really like the fact that I feel that disconnect and that kind of lack of friendship and communication that I I had not that long ago. So I'm I'm working on getting that back and kind of being here more for you guys and really showing up because I know that I I I mean I live in a car in the middle of nowhere most of the time. So it's very easy for me to run away and to just kind of push all of my priorities aside and to say, you know, I don't need to post today. I don't need to record the podcast. I don't need to do whatever the case may be today because, you know, life. But that's just not how I want to be. And it's kind of created the last couple weeks, you know, in the lack of me recording this and, you know, posting and whatever. It's just kind of created this 
I hate to keep using the word disconnect to Jesus Christ, but that's just kind of how I feel. So, I just want to apologize, I guess. I know I don't have to. Um, I know someone's going to say, you don't have to apologize. I just feel like it's necessary and I am doing my very best to get back to that and to rekindle our beautiful, wonderful, fiery little uh, relationship that we have. And I hope that you feel that as well. And... I think that's everything. I love you guys very, 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 very much. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening. And next week, I will talk all about anything in my van build that I wish I would or I could change, anything I regret, things that I would do differently next time, like 100% for sure. And I will also touch on a few things that I love, things that I, I couldn't really live without in the van. And I hope that you enjoy that episode as well. I will see you then and have a lovely week. I love you. Thank you for being here. Bye, guys.